USA News, I'm John Schaefer. With the president's signature, the debt ceiling bill will become law today, beating Monday's deadline when the U.S. could have defaulted. It was critical to reach an agreement, and it's very good news for the American people. No one got everything they wanted, but the American people got what they needed. We averted an economic crisis. Speaking from the Oval Office last night, the president praised House Speaker McCarthy and other congressional leaders for being able to work together to get the bill passed. Three trains collided in eastern India, resulting in nearly 300 deaths and over 1,000 injuries. The incident occurred early Friday when a passenger train derailed and hit two other trains. Authorities anticipate the death toll will rise since many passengers remain trapped in the wreckage. Former President Trump says he's at least as innocent as Vice President Pence, who was recently cleared of charges involving classified documents found at his Indiana home. The Justice Department confirmed on Friday that no charges would be brought against Pence. Trump took to Truth Social, emphasizing his expectation of being fully exonerated and denouncing the situation as a hoax. Another state is taking action on gender-affirming care for minors. Texas becomes the 19th state to do so after Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill into law Friday. It takes effect in September, banning health care providers from prescribing hormones or puberty blockers to minors and from performing surgeries that help with gender transition. There are exceptions for those already in the process or who have been through mental health counseling. I'm Jeremy Scott. Bill Cosby's attorney is addressing a lawsuit from a former Playboy model accusing him of assault. The suit, filed in Los Angeles County this week, claims Cosby approached her at a cafe in 1969, drugged and raped her. Cosby's lawyer stated that the allegations lack evidence or factual basis. The 85-year-old entertainer, previously convicted of sexual assault, was recently released from a Pennsylvania prison after serving three years when his conviction was overturned. This is USA News. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. South Florida's flood watch is extended into the weekend due to Tropical Storm Arlene. Broward, Miami-Dade, and Palm Beach counties are affected until this evening. Rainfall of 1 to 3 inches, scattered showers, and thunderstorms may cause flooding and gusty winds. Arlene is the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season. Churchill Downs, the renowned racetrack of the Kentucky Derby, is halting racing operations to investigate safety concerns. In the past month, 12 horses have died from injuries at the track with no specific cause or pattern identified. The suspension will start on June 7th and continue for the duration of the spring meet, which runs through July 3rd. 
Florida voters could very well decide if recreational marijuana should be legal in the Sunshine State. The State Division of Elections says that backers of a proposed constitutional amendment have gathered more than enough petition signatures to put the question on the November 2024 ballot. It will now be up to the Florida Supreme Court to decide whether the initiative meets legal requirements to go before the voters. Opponents of legal recreational marijuana have until June 12th to submit briefs to the court. Supporters will have until July 5th to respond to those briefs. I'm Brad Siegel. The NHL Stanley Cup Final Game 1 takes place today. The Vegas Golden Knights are hosting the Florida Panthers. It's the Panthers' first trip to the final in more than 25 years and the Golden Knights' second time in their short six-year history. Neither team has won the Stanley Cup before. That means this year there will be a first-time champion. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome again to the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with my co-host, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Uh, Call us at 855-529-7234. Again, 855-529-7234 if you want to call in and talk to us. Or go to info at radiolawtalk.com. And uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law, seek counsel. We are not giving you legal advice. You can kind of use us when you're just around the dinner table with the in-laws, but other than that, do not use us. We're this thing is blowing by. We're having a lot of fun, Denise and I, and Todd and Todd's not here. Denise and I and Cal, <clears throat> but we've gone over some really interesting things. But let me tell you right now, we have got we've saved best for last. Uh, we're going to talk about goat grazing laws uh, and some issues about goat grazing. And Denise was just reminding me outside of our studio. We have an open space, beautiful open space easement that's massive. 
And, of course, here in the West Coast, we're worried about fires. And sure enough, we see every year goats and sheep, just hundreds of them in there grazing. And naturally, what's what I love about this, Denise, this is where conservatives and liberals get get along. I mean, that is the best way to clear things, not using machinery with fuel, with fire poison or poison. You use the goats and the sheep and they just annihilate it all. And it's safer for fires. And think how good the meat tastes afterward. I mean, think about that. Maybe I'm not going to eat goat. But I'll tell you, a lot of the. A lot of a lot of individuals do I like goats. I have eaten goat at an Indian restaurant, and it is absolutely delicious. There's a number and of his, uh, my his, I love lamb. A lot of Hispanic yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, this is not being, but no. I know that my Hispanic friends they like goats. Oh yeah. Um, but I I'm not a goat guy, but the definitely the sheep the lamb is pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and what a great opportunity to balance everything out. Talk about the ultimate balance of nature and balance of people's beliefs and feelings. I don't know of anyone I've heard, conservative, liberal, moderate, that has complained or fought over this issue. Right. Who would say my life would be good except for those stupid goats? And Everyone agrees right. they love right. it, right, Denise? Except for perhaps our Congress people. Yeah, I don't, yeah that's exactly right. And so what is happening is in California uh, – the biggest issue is fire. The, other than this past year where we've had some water, this place is burning up. And, you know, everyone's everyone in the Midwest is like, yeah, good good for you guys, burn. <laughs> Sometimes you wonder, right? Until they're in Utah or Nevada and a, and and, a range fire comes through. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. Different, right. That's right, Cal. Yeah. And yeah. so what happens is these goats and these sheep knock it out really good. Now, the individuals, you need individuals to take care of these goats and these sheep and apparently about for every about 400 sheep and goats they have a herder and i watch these herders they they put up the fencing because it's electric fencing right they got to run this fence they they live in the trailers that they when they move them they live in these they pull the trailers around the most of these individuals are from peru and they're on these work visas and they make between eh, three grand 3500 a month um, and all their housing's paid for, their food, their electrical, their telephones, all's paid for. But the, unfortunately, in California, has some very restrictive employment rules for employers. When I say restrictive, they're pretty strict about overtime. And the issue is apparently there are some laws for sheep herder, and I put in quotes, sheep herder. And the new laws that have been passed by California will overcome and cause it that these individuals will get overtime. I can see the workers going, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is... It's going to cost you your job. It's I mean, coat herders. Yeah. It would cost up to 14000 a month is what they'll have to make because the problem is, what is goat herd? It's a full-time 24-hour job. It's not. They're not working 24 hours. They're working 12, though. No, they're working 24. Let me quote. Let me put in quotes. They're working 24 hours, but they're not. They're on duty. They're on duty, yeah. So they're not necessarily 
stretching fences. They're just watching the goats, right? And watching. Now the goats and the sheep have these dogs, these special dogs, and the big. They're big, white, and fluffy. They're called. Hold on, hold on. They're, they're called, called cute and really uh, smart. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I'll think of the names. Are they border collies? No, no they're not. There's they're a big. bunch of different types yeah. of dogs. No, but that, those. The well, they have the border collies to. They're to round herding them up. dogs. Yeah. No, but they have the one protection dogs are the big white ones, and I'll think of what they're called. Oh in a minute. yeah, those yeah those English sheep dogs. Yeah. No, no, they're big <laughs> and they're called. Look, you look it up, Cal. Look oh. it up. It's uh, look up what the big white dogs for protection of uh, sheep and animals. So. Um, what has happened is the legislator in California, and this could be West Coast wide, has delayed the rules and laws of California employment law being applied to the sheep herders and the goat herders. Maybe just more of the goat herders. But and so what's happened now? Someone's calling now to tell us what the name of the dogs are. I know what they Barmeo are. Barmeo or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, make a long story short, what they're doing is. Now it's about ready to... Australian uh, Shepherds? Nope, nope. They're not Australian Shepherds. No, they're not. They're... Uh, anyway, I'll think of them in a minute. Um, so what they're going to do is now they're going to get paid this overtime, and the goat herder, sheep herder companies cannot... Go ahead, Cal. What is it? Great Pyrenees. Gape, Great Pyrenees. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. I knew that. Great Pyrenees. Awesome. Thank you, the caller. Who called in? What's the first name you remember? Um, oh, well. I wish I did. Great know. Pyrenees. Thank you for calling. <laughs> called in and told us. So these Great Pyrenees, watch, watch these. Uh, and by the way, I can, get, I can go off on a tangent. Apparently, you don't want two of them together. Because the Great Pyrenees, you want one of them with the sheep. Because they, they learn that those are their friends, and they, uh, so apparently that's who they, they protect. But if there's two of them, the two become friends. You know the two, and they're not as protective. Also, oh, they protect yeah, each other. Yeah, not, yeah so they're, yeah, so they they're part of the. So anyway, that's why a lot of times you'll just see. One. You know what I heard? What did you hear? Sheep. Sheep. Do you get it? No, I don't. Oh, herd sheep. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right. So we're getting. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Would you say that again, Jenny? You know what I heard? Do you know what I heard? What? Sheep. Okay, so all right, all right, that's there. a good one. So anyway, that's what's going on. There's a lot of controversy going on with this this law and this bill, and uh, well, you know, we're going to see what happens because you know what they cannot afford to pay fourteen thousand dollars a month to a right. sheep herder out of Peru, um, and so we're going to see what happens. Uh, but I will tell you, those this. herds are expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked at them for some of our transmitter sites. Uh, even with the wages that are paid now, the costs are prohibitive. I mean, five, six thousand dollars a day. Oh, I mean, oh. crazy money. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's just it's crazy. And these and these individuals are out of Peru, you know. So uh, anyway, the uh, there's a, a shout out to uh, I've heard of these guys, Western Grazers out of Red Bluff, yep. Redding, which yep. is That's your right. hometown. That's right. So um, anyway. We got to go back to Romeo and Juliet. Were you talking about Romeo and Juliet too? We were last hour. Okay. All right. I just went to the grazing thing because I was all excited about that. But um, <laughs> you <laughs> farmer, you. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's, it's a my big farm story. stuff. It's we're gonna a go big back. Story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good story. But go, let's go back to uh, let's go back to the uh, Romeo and Juliet. Go ahead. Uh, you didn't finish. You're right. Uh, I'm sorry. What's interesting about this Romeo and Juliet is it was a pre-trial motion mm-hmm. to dismiss the case. By Paramount, and Paramount said there's really no um, childhood um, exploitation right. in this, and um, they didn't procedurally meet the requirements of this statute that 
extended the statute of limitations for one year for child for children that have right. been um, sexual assault or whatever. So, what happens is the judge then made a decision, and you're going to hear that when, when we, come, we back. come back. No, well, let's do a case. Or, uh, we'll do that, and then case or no case. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, then we're, we're we're just we're all over the board. I'm so excited about that. We'll be back. It's fine, but we did get to talk about sheep and goats. So stay tuned. There's more radio law talk coming up right here. Very eclectic in our approach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Come on. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376. 800 918 1376. That's 800 918 1376. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk. Oh, I love doggies and little goats and sheep and animals. I'm just a farm guy. But go ahead. I, I'm sorry I got ahead of myself. Uh, Denise, finish up on the forever eternal Romeo and Juliet. We just wanted to finish the last part of it. Yeah, and in this case, it was a pre-trial challenge of the case, and um, Paramount had done an anti-slap suit, which is basically a suit that challenges anything that could fall within the First Amendment. And um, when they did that, the court kind of indicated that they were going to grant it. Um, And there were some challenges also procedurally, because under this extended statute of limitations, Um, In order to show that there was child sexual assault, um, there had to be a certificate of merit that by a licensed mental health professional that there was a a reasonable basis to believe that the plaintiffs were subject to sexual assault when they were younger. And they didn't do that. And that is an actual procedural requirement for these type of complaints to fall outside of the statute. And they're also not supposed to be named as persons. They're supposed to be named as Doe. Because remember, when the um, alleged violations occurred, um, they were children. So they should not be mentioned as by name. So it looks like this suit might be dismissed by the judge. Yep, that's exactly right. So, all right, Cal, look, people come here for our third hour, case or no case. So let's get ready with the case or no case. And then I'm going to get into this uh we're going to get into two separate things. We're going to get into um, the uh, a, a person jailed uh, that is a juror, and then I want to talk about the Clean Water Act. All right, case or no case, play along, everybody. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. And now Riverside, California, Ed Winninger takes his Fallon family out for a big pizza. Big family, fifteen people, six big pizzas, total bill two hundred and thirty-five dollars plus. An extra 50 added on to the ticket as an automatic gratuity that he could not back out or change. It was stuck in the ticket before the total line, and the wait staff said, nothing I can do about it. So first, Ed was furious that he couldn't back out of the 18% because he wanted to tip the guy 25 And he said since it was before the total on the check, it seemed more like a surcharge or a service fee to me. So he asked the server, what's this? The server said it's the owner's way of jacking up menu prices without telling anybody. And the uh, Ed said, do you get this money? And the server said, 
Well, they run it through my paycheck and I get some of it, but they tax it like crazy. And so Ed said, wait a minute, that's not a tip. That's a service fee. So he called the Franchise Tax Board and said, let me tell you about these people. Is this a potential case or no case? Denise, I think it's your turn. What do you think about this? Um, I think that's real. Um, some And some people do say that it's a 18% gratuity if you have a certain amount of people or more. You know what? This is what happened. This Cal, Cal had a big event recently. <laughs> and he, when I came in this morning, he complained about the cost of pizza. <laughs> and I think that this is made up whole cloth. It's 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 a scenario because that it does happen. So I'm going to say that this is not a case. All right. That's, I'm just going to say that. That's fair enough. Fred, what do you think about this? If, if they put the total yeah. in before, be, so in other words, so you have to pay the gratuity, their, their amount. And by the way, after that, there's another line that says, if you want to tip more, you can do that. But, you know, Ed was having none of that. He said, no. no, no that's yeah, the that. answer is that used to be what they're able to do. That used to be allowed. The law passed. They can't do that anymore. Yeah. They cannot add... A, a percentage because I remember going to restaurants more than six people or more than eight mm-hmm. automatic such and such tip right and they uh, the from what I recall California does not allow you can't do that anymore and so that's out but um, I don't know I know that there's some places um, I know at arenas like uh, a certain arenas where they have basketball football and stuff like that they are allowed to put a service fee on and they charge a service fee and then and that's exactly what's happened because i've talked to the and it irritated a bunch of us that were uh, that go to these events and uh because the the staff that waits on you does they gets a small percentage of it yeah. and that's really not their tip so you got a tip you got to pay a service fee and a tip now instead of just the tip yeah and the and the they, service fee in this case was 18 percent. if yep. you tipped on top of that add another 15 or 20 yeah, no it's yeah, crazy. It almost doubles the it's, price of is. the ticket yeah so the answer is very very clear about this uh, is it's it is absolutely not a case. It's a scenario, and Cal's <laughs> mad about it, and he's happy that we don't have to. So that's well, it is pure uh, Cal uh, makeup. Uh, actually, it's not a made up because no, it's it's, a, no. it's true, but it's something Cal made up. Well, let me tell you what happened okay. because when this did occur to me in this scenario, okay, <laughs> I did re- I, I did it. reach out to the franchise tax board yes. and said, "What's the what's the law here?" You can't and do they it. said, "Well, if they put it in there and they." handle it they have to if they give it to the servers they have to you know deduct taxes from it but if they put it in there and don't tell you they're putting it in there that violates the california law that fred refers to which is no hidden fees so if they didn't tell you they were going to charge you 18 percent with a large party that's a hidden fee and that violates the law and they said What's their name and contact information? We'll reach out to them. And, oh, and see good. What they, and I said, man, I'm not going to do that. But anyway, I just wanted to check. You know what? what? No, that is. Good. In yeah. fact, I know what that was, Cal. You yeah. told me you, it was your family. You had a big family That's get right. together. Big family deal last and, week. Yeah. And they absolutely. I, so did they? The question is, did they call it a tip or just a? What do they call it on the bill? What they was called it? it a gratuity. But again, it wasn't. It wasn't an option. And they did not yeah. say large parties will be. I don't uh, think they can do that per- anymore. Well, that's my point. That's what. I don't that's think what they can do that. I, no, I think if it's on the ticket, they can. 
They have to disclose it. Yeah, but okay. that's mm-hmm. the point. But when we made the reservation, there was no disclosing of What that. you're going to see yeah. is you're going to see on the menu that um, people with six or more yeah. will have a gratuity. Yeah. Well, so you make sure you disclose it. You, I always yeah. ask yeah. when there's six yeah. or seven more, is there, have you already put the tip on this? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I thought for some reason, where am I thinking they can't do that? Well, anymore? they have to disclose it. And in this case, there was, and I talked to the restaurant manager. He said, you're right. We will, we will amend our menus to reflect that. So, Did this come up because of COVID? During COVID, they were doing that? I wonder about that. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think they found a new way to increase price. <laughs> oh, we'll be back. We're going to talk about the uh, Clean Water Act and this juror that goes to jail. More Radio Law Talk is coming up with Fred and Denise. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack, no spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick whack. USA News Update. President Biden is set to sign the debt ceiling bill that passed Congress this week into law today. Friday night, the president addressed the nation about the importance of this week's actions. Passing this budget agreement was critical. The stakes could not have been higher. If we had failed to reach an agreement on the budget, there were extreme voices threatening to take America for the first time in our 247-year history. Biden said no one got everything they wanted, but the American people got what they needed. A collision involving three trains in eastern India has caused a devastating loss of nearly 300 lives and over 1,000 injuries. The tragedy took place Friday morning when a passenger train derailed and collided with two other trains. 
Former President Trump says he is at least as innocent as Vice President Pence, who was recently cleared of charges involving classified documents found at his home. The Justice Department confirmed on Friday that no charges would be brought against Pence. John Schaefer, USA News. Omaha Steaks Burger Perfection Flight, made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks, rewrites the book on burgers. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout for an extra $20 off your order, plus free shipping when you order the $79.99 Burger Perfection Flight, a fantastic array of pure ground steak on a bun burger greatness. For $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight, use promo code TREAT at checkout at omahasteaks.com and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337. Get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. All right, we were uh, just finishing with uh, Case or No Case, and look, there's a juror. This is in England, all right? In England, apparently a juror was jailed for six months for doing the following. Apparently not being honest when they filled out exactly uh, who they are and what they were. They said they retired. This individual man said he was retired police officer. This is in Liverpool area, a retired police officer of 20 years where he actually was not retired, but apparently he had uh, been, um, I'm going to say, released uh, for uh, being uh, for gross misconduct. And um, during this trial, this was a trial, it was a a rape trial. Um, This individual decided to go out after told by the judge and 
revealed throughout the paperwork that they that they revealed um, to do research on his phone, his iPhone, and look at the history and the of this individual that was being prosecuted. And uh, not only did that, but <laughs> came back and told the jurors in deliberation, et cetera, saying, look, this is what I found. Here's what it shows. Here's what it says. After the judge warned him multiple times, but he continued to do it. And so he said to the judge, as he went to the judge, said, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I did the, this behavior. Uh, look, is I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was... I had my an individual, my family died. I wasn't thinking straight. I apologize. This was, quote, an innocent blundering. And the judge basically said, no, it ain't. You were going, I told you multiple times, you're going back to the jurors and showing them everything. Basically, he's trying to be a hotshot, right, Denise? Yeah. Uh, he was all that. Yeah, he was a former police officer, and he did not disclose that he had been fired for misconduct. And he had been a police officer for 20 years, so the misconduct must have been something um, pretty significant. Yeah. Um, but he said he had retired from the police force, so that was what he had put on his questionnaire, which was not truthful. And those questionnaires are under penalty of perjury. Right, and, and basically the judge says, in effect, you thought you knew better than the lawyers in the case while you were doing your your research, and you're trying to be the lawyers, and you're unashamed and unrepentant is what the judge say, said. And so the judge said, see us six months in jail. And so there you go, jurors. Do not go out. I'm not saying this is England. This is not the United States. But but U.S. Not. is based on English law. Yeah. So. Do not go out and do your own research. Follow what the judge says. And the jur- don't forget, there's reasons why judges... Are, and the, we have certain rules and regulations is because you want to follow certain standards. And the reason is, is it, it, it makes it tries to make it fair for everyone. And by the way, apparently this individual got off eventually. And what the, the judge was also mad about is this individual was sitting in jail while waiting this court case. And they had to throw the court case out because this juror did that. And then it took time to get the other new trial going, and he was eventually found not guilty, yet had served all this time in jail waiting for his trial to to come to fruition. So it affected the all parties. It affected the people had to testify about the case. The the quote quote victims or alleged victims had to, had to testify multiple times, and they and this individual was found not guilty. He had to sit in jail for a while. And so uh, the judge was pretty upset. So just follow what the judge says. No big deal. Um, look, Denise, talk about, uh, we can jump around a little bit, talk about the 94-year-old grandmother who gets a big win. And this one's a heartwarming, lovely uh, story. Um, this 94-year-old grandmother, she owned a condo. Um, and... Um, it was seized for payment of outstanding property taxes, which, as everybody knows, if you don't pay your property taxes, the taxing authority can put a lien against your home. And that's what happened. And then what, sh- what the taxing authorities did was um, sold the home, paid back the 15000 and kept the proceeds that went beyond the 15000 property taxes that was due. This went all the way to the Supreme Court, you guys. And the U.S. Supreme Court 
um, this decision was written by Chief Justice Roberts, and he said the taxpayer must render unto Caesar what is Caesar's but no more. And that's a very old statement basically saying the taxing authorities could only get the 15000 but not the additional twenty-five. And so this um, 94-year-old grandmother won big. She actually got back the money um, on the house, and she also uh, got um, some compensation for the wrongful taking of the monies. And um, and, and was, I think this was a really good result. Oh, of course. Good for her for, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Sometimes the government has to take some properties, you know, for the greater good, and, and they have that right under the law. But doggone it, you better not profit from it. And who should be profiting from it? is the property owners that get their money taking, their property taken. And, and think about this, Fred and Denise. Mm-hmm. In the big picture, yeah. fifteen grand just isn't that much. I'm wondering if there weren't charitable organizations or others who could have stepped up, even equity share companies that say, Grandma, we'll pay your taxes. When you pass, we'd like a part of the title of your home. Something like this. I mean, there's got to be something better than the government saying, we're incentivized to take this old lady's house because if we sell it, we keep the change. You know what's scary about all that? Yeah. Is you can't fight the federal government. You can't fight the government. Well, well, yeah. You think this lady could have fought? Obviously, someone stepped up. No, someone she could not have fought him. You know that someone stepped up to help her and fought her, and that's why you have those different, you know, legal organizations that'll step up and, right. uh, you know, help people fight off this type of thing. But what? It's, you know what? It must have been a bureaucrat of some someone that was just thinking, you know what? Too bad. This is what I'm going to do. What? Really? Come on. Yeah, I mean, if the principle is it's unlawful taking under the Fifth Amendment, right? Yeah. And um, they do this. Like if your car is repossessed, they don't. The person that repossesses it, they get paid back. They don't get everything over and above what they're owed. I mean, it's just common sense. But see, Denise, what if you, you personally, Denise Dirks, the government came and took some of your land, like a large strip of your land, and or took the house, one of the houses you have, and you're right, Denise, they didn't do it right. Are you going to have the money to fight the federal government all the way to the Supreme Court? No. That's that's the scary part of it. Right. That's the scary part is you can't fight. And I know some individuals that have been just, but they're it. You know, I hate to say it. They fought the government and they fought the the elected officials and the and the well, the individuals. Yeah. They, you know, call, and they yeah. call them names and stuff like that. Yeah. And and for ten years, I think it was eight ten years. They they just. They wouldn't stop. But and an he, old he lady for fifteen grand—that yeah. seems a, a yeah. lot of overreach to me. Uh, but I wonder if she's going to go to—I uh, don't know—for what she's been put through. I wonder if she can sue and say, "You owe me for my grief and what I've gone through." I wonder. I think she's going to get her fees. Yeah, I hope she does. Well, of course, yeah. of course. Do bureaucrats forget there's human beings on the other end of those rules? Sometimes, sometimes I, sometimes I, I do. Yeah, I think they do. Sad story. Well, okay. Here's the one that's kind of controversial. This is one of the most. Uh, even though it's kind of dull, I'm going to say in a way, but it's a major issue, and its thing is the Clean Water Act. Let me tell you, the Clean Water Act by the federal government is is um, I, I'm going to say in general is intended to do to do good things, uh, but the question is in the implementation and the uh, definition of things are are vague 
and not and arbitrary exactly. sometimes. And it's arbitrary yeah. at times. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you get one administration that's going to apply it more strictly, like the Biden administration, or you'll get a more conservative administration that's not going to going to going to use it to that to to that extreme. So um, here's the Supreme Court now says, "Doggone it, we're going to make the decision on what." the Clean Water Act means in different situations. And we're going to go over that. And if you want to call in and you got something to say about it, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or 855-529-7234. Because this will affect all of us to some degree. Yep. If you're a grower, it's big news. If you eat food off a farm, yeah. it's big news That's to you. That's exactly too. right. Or, <laughs> you know, or if you're, yeah, it, there's, like Denise says, it affects really us sitting outside of our studio. Pretty much. Uh, we'll be back. More Radio Law Talk is coming up right here on this great radio station and always on radiolawtalk.com. We thank you for listening. I invite you to send us an email anytime, info at radiolawtalk.com. You're welcome to do that, and we try to respond to as many as we can. Thank you. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Attention. 
If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are, Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Well, the Clean Water Act, I believe it was 1972 that law came out, the Clean Water Act, um, was basically to protect um, wetlands. I mean, that's just the general overview. It's to protect wetlands. Now, the question is... What is a wetland? That is the big issue that has been, uh, you know, going back and forth the definition of wetland. So how narrow can the government look at calling something a wetland? And I'm going to give you some examples. And I, I think there's this is not an easy answer because I think Denise and I are kind of on the same page when it comes to we love nature. We love, uh, you know... I believe there's a balancing act. It's all about balancing act. Um, and, and the question is, what is protected and what isn't? Now, one way to do things before we get into this is you can you can put it as a nature preserve. You can make something a nature preserve. So a developer, like where we are is a big development. And there's there's beautiful open wetland marshlands out in front of where we are. Well, those are protected automatically because they put it in, not the government did. The developer put it in a in a wetlands area, and then it's designated that. So a lot of times, the way the government has the control or the power is, yes, you can develop all this, but you have to set some stuff aside for parks, for you know fire department, for open space easements, for wetlands, for you know green belt, green belt. That's a good way to put it, Denise. Yes. Green belts. So next to us is a green belt, not necessarily a wetland. They you can call it a green belt. That's the way that the government can protect certain areas from being overdeveloped, and and I think that's a great way to do it. Uh, but the question is, what is? And it finally came up to the United States Supreme Court. What is designated as a wetlands, Denise? So what is it that? 
Um, the now the Supreme Court determines as a wetland, and what occurred before this. And I'm going to tell an example of a property I tried to buy, and how the wetlands, in my opinion, was too restrictive. And in my opinion, in that situation, was way too extreme as to the definition. Go ahead. Well, what the Supreme Court did was narrowed the definition of what is a marsh or bog um, and, and that is protected wetlands. Right. Um, and what they said was that narrow test is that it has to be bogs and marshes will only fall under the scope of that 1972 um, Clean Water Act if only those wetlands with a continuous surface water connection to larger streams, right. lakes, and rivers would get the f- federal protection. Yeah, because right. in the case they were saying, well, you know, this leaches Everything's down into a wetland. the groundwater. Yeah. Therefore, I mean, all water systems are tied together. So right. the case was, well, look, this goes down into the water table, and therefore it goes over into the marsh. Therefore, it's a wetland, and it's regulated. And the people who tried to build the house in Idaho said, you know, that seems like a little overreach to me. And farmers in California who've run into the same thing have said, look, if we pollute the water, we don't grow. We don't make a living. So what you're doing, we, it seems like a little overreach. And man, has this been going back and forth for yeah, and what, years. Yeah, and what the Supreme Court held, too, is wetlands that are, quote, separate from traditional navigable waters cannot be considered part of those waters and therefore the protection under the wetlands uh, the, under the uh, and called a wetland under this under the, under the 1972 law. Right, and this is significant because correct. Um, you have creeks that are not navigable. Mm-hmm. You have um, you have um, other kinds like like for example in my area where I have what's quote unquote federally protected wetlands. It actually dries up in the summer. So it could have a little dam, and it could go into a little pond or whatever, but it dries up and goes away. So it's not a continuous surface water. See, here's the issue, Denise, I think, out there. The issue is this. They take it too extreme, and this is what happens. It gets gets pushed pushed way back. Instead of being moderate about things... The government will take it to an extreme and make it so extreme that now the Supreme Court rules it and pushes it too far back, as according to a lot of people. I mean, according to the, I'm going to say the liberal people, this is a disaster. Now, let me tell you an example of what I went through. I tried to buy a piece of property, and it was a vacant piece of property. It was about 25 acres. I mean, I didn't, but I was looking at it for um, certain uh, business development, and it was right in the middle of the business corridor and stuff like that. And there were, and it rains, and there's these puddles that formed in this area when it rained. And the issue was we didn't buy it because there may have been some problems. They would have claimed, well, and they were the government was going to try to claim that was part of the wetlands. Now, how do you do? You can do mitigation, so you have to buy mitigation stuff, or you have to come in there with and they'll, the research they'll, or no, scientific they'll, or, evidence, no, or, or they'll come in with actual tractors and pick up all that area and move it to a wetlands area and add it, you know, and and so take that quote wetland. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is nothing more than rainwater sitting there because it's not going to be a perfect flat piece of land, but they consider that a possible wetlands disease. And that's where I think they went too far 
And so this went to the Supreme Court, and now they're pushed back. Way back, right? They're and pushed so, way, way back. And right. it did across again between the conservatives and the liberal judges. Right. It was a five to four decision. Right. And well, so, you can't, like, like we say, we, we've got to stop calling conservative and liberal judges. We right? just call them judges, judges. because we they're not conservative judges. on every opinion or liberal on every opinion. But you can presume that there are certain property rights or constructionist judges, if you want to call them that, who say Constitution meant this, what we're going to do. Yeah. Other guys who say, well, let's change that. So I, it's a fascinating thing to watch unfold. But here's the key. Adjacent means adjoining now. Yeah. So, Denise, you're all right. So where does that, where does that go? And, 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 you know, some areas that dry up that do become streams, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know at this point. But I think the, the way that they're protected is when developments come in, they won't call them, quote, wetlands. But the government will say, oh, sure, you can develop that, but you need open space easements, you need parks, you need green belts, green belts. Yeah. you need to do that. That's the way the government's going to be able to do that. And by state regulation. California yes. has its own Clean Water Act right. that was more strict than the federal, so all of this stuff is not going to play out across right. the country. Each state's yeah. going to be able to yeah. determine yeah, this that. Was an but, Idaho case so there we go. This is going to be interesting, huh, everybody? This is this has uh, got everybody reeling about what's going on, but... Um, anyway. I need to correct myself yeah. on something. I, I didn't realize, but um, actually what happened is that um, Brett Kavanaugh joined the liberals on this one. Yeah, I know. So I know he it wasn't a pure, you know, ideology. Well, yeah, I, see, that's issue. why I don't call liberal conservative. I don't call any of them that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start changing the system. And I'm going to change it by not calling anyone a conservative or liberal on – and I do that mistake too, Denise, not just you. I call the person an Obama-appointee judge. Right. I should have not said that. Who cares You know who appoints them? Judges, I'm going to assume, are, are neutral people, and, and, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to do that from here on out. Denise, you had one other quick Just thing. really qu quickly, um, Priscilla Presley has settled the battle over Lisa Marie's Presley's estate with her granddaughter, and it's settled in a confidential way, and it's settled in a very happy way for their family. That's awesome. So I just wanted to say that because that makes me happy. Yeah. Boy, I talk about a shocker, someone who passed away way too early, that yeah. of, oh heart, of heart oh. issues. Well, yeah. her dad passed away at 48, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Because well, that was yeah. Drugs and heart, yeah. yeah, yeah there was, sad yeah. stuff, sad stuff. You know what I like what about do you like? this show at the very end? Yes. I like... Your quick takes. I'd like to know what your takes are on these stories we've talked about in the last three hours. Fred, what is your quick take for today, please? My quick take is, will you please take care of the goat and sheep, herd far sheep herder farmers? <laughs> yes, take care of the sheep herders also, but don't make it so onerous on the farmers that they cannot provide their wonderful service. I love our farmers. I love them. Let them grow. Denise, what is your quick take? Well, as we learned from first hour, um, it's important if you're going to trust your loved ones to a limo ride, get the service and repair history of the limo before you book it. Great idea, Denise. Good well, thanks for joining us here. This is uh, Frederick Penny and Denise Dirks and our producer, Cal Hunter. Till next week, this is us at Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com.
a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Day News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News. On Demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today. USAPodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts.